0: Hey everybody, this is Dan. Welcome to episode 106 of Eventually Super Train. I hope you're well. This is a short-lived TV show podcast. We cover uh, TV shows that never got enough love, episode by episode, and eventually we will cover Super Train. Normally, an episode we uh, of this we cover three episodes of a show. This this is a two segmenter. We we've done that once or twice before, uh, just because um I uh, had some trouble getting it together for the uh, uh, episode five of the singing detective. But it, we will be back next time with that. So this one is just it's going to well. It's just it's not it's just anything. It's just awesome, is what it is. Uh, but we're going to start off with yes, Amy the Conqueror, Planet of the Apes episode four and then mitchell hadley search episode seven it's going to be a good time you're going to enjoy it next time sd and um detective uh will be back yeah enough of that let's dive right in listen to this Planet of the Apes, Episode 4, The Good Seeds, written by Robert W. Lenski, directed by Don Weiss, Weiss, October 4th, 1974. In this one, the gang Burke, uh, Verdon, and Galen wind up on a farm run by an ape named Polar, Polar. Uh, who has um uh, an older son and a younger son and other folks there and Galen is has hurt himself and uh, so he needs some time to recuperate while he's there uh the two guys Berg are made to work a lot and um they encounter I forget the name we we say the name but the the eldest son uh, does not like the humans one bit and he um there is a pregnant um cow there and he had the cow has to give birth to a, a bull in order for the son to take over or start his own farm and uh, until the cow gives birth to a bull uh, he cannot and he thinks the humans may have cursed him somehow meanwhile um the two guys who who have both done some farming um see that um it's pretty goofball the way the apes do their farming uh, on this um uh, on here, um, and we'll talk. We'll talk about that in great detail. But it's basically them trying to stay hidden from all the sort of gorilla uh, guards and things who are passing through, who are looking for them, and also trying to help this family out, and also trying to, um, you know, um, make sure that the uh, crazy elder son there doesn't give them away to the uh, to the the gorillas and such. So it's sort of them on a farm, learning, seeing the way the apes uh, live, and. Um, and well, we talk about it a lot. I, I, that's the basics of it. We'll, we'll go from there. Listen to um, listen to this, and Amy and uh, the Conqueror and I are on the other side. The Good Seeds, episode four of Planet of the Apes, live action Planet of the Apes. Everyone, we are in we're in the vicinity of, like I said, like around October 1974. Remember where you were at that time I was very tiny And uh, we, we got a Don Weiss directed episode Who um, I know best from uh, two uh, wonderful uh, beach party films uh, This doesn't have a feel of a beach party film But it certainly is is an episode of Planet of the Apes And I am here with the great, the wonderful Amy the Conqueror Amy, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Dan How are you?
0: I'm doing, doing okay C- Cooking along here I'm, I'm, uh, you know, th- this is this is a show. I know you've watched this all the way through. I have not, so I'm, um, I'm uh, a, ga- you know, learning as I go here. So I guess I'll, I'll ask you with this one. What, um, what, uh, what are your thoughts on the good seeds?
1: Um, I'm gonna be honest. I found this episode to be pretty boring. Mm-hmm. There were things I liked about it, but it seemed to drag for me. because uh, mm-hmm. you know, I expect Planet of the apes to have a little more action, and I feel like this was lacking in the action department. Yes. So, I mean, it was... I, it's an enjoyable episode. It's just uh, probably not my favorite of the ones we've watched so far.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, there were definitely things I liked. I liked that they they threw in, um, you know, kind of the belief system of, the, of some mm-hmm. of the apes, and, you know, they're on a rural farm, so these people are probably not like city ape and, you know, uh, accusing um, Burke and Ferdinand of uh, witchcraft and things like that. And not and I found it a little surprising that the apes don't know how to use a compass or what a compass is. <laughs> yes. They can't travel without seeing the stars at night. So um, I found those little touches kind of fun. Um, but overall, i got to say, I was really kind of bored. I felt like it was repetitive. Mm-hmm. And the you know with um, the son Anto just like constantly yes, yes. constantly ragging the entire episode <laughs> yes. it yeah it, it, it dragged a bit I guess is what I'm saying
0: yeah um my my thought on it was is I th- that I I see a lot of shows from the 70s one I was going to mention that I've been rewatching the show called Moving On with Claude Akins and F- Frank Converse um that that is a show where they're it's 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 like it's like planet of the apes you know it's like a route 66 fugitive variation where it's two truckers traveling along and they get in adventures and some of the adventures are super fun and some of the adventures are like kind of just generic dramas where you sit there the whole time going okay all (laughs) right and then hopefully the 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 thing in, in the good seeds um for po- positive for the good seed is that good seeds is that when I actually got to the end, the last two or three minutes, as they're saying goodbye to the family, I had a smile on my face and I was happy. And then because <laughs> the episode was over, <laughs> possibly, possibly it's tricky. It's tricky because it's 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 I, I don't know how to judge some of these um, some of these episodes. You know, um, uh, from seventy shows, seventy shows, like say, like eight is enough. Or like the Waltons or family shows like that, where I sit there watching it, going, "Okay, this is all right, this is okay." But then you get to the end, sort of the emotional moment at the end, and because they've spent forty-seven hours—forty-seven hours, I guess that's how long I thought it was—forty-seven 47 <laughs> minutes, forty-seven minutes, kind of you know buttering you up, as it were, your emotions. Mm-hmm. You get to mm-hmm. that final moment, you're like, "We did all learn something today, didn't we?" <laughs> but then but then I don't know I mean I don't know whether I like that all the time or not you know that that right. it's like that it's like I I mean cuz cuz I would prefer I would have preferred if the episode either kept me sort of in suspense or it was exciting or it was thrilling all the way through and then it got that moment at the end rather than mm-hmm. this which I mean this this could have been any drama about like a couple people wandering, coming across a small village, and mm-hmm. sort of befriending that you'd be outsiders who, who befriend them. It didn't. I mean, it, I mean, I, I guess yeah, like you said, sort of the, the things we learn about how kind of bad the ape farmers are. Um, yeah. I, I feel kind of I feel kind of rotten, you know. That it's just like every time, like why don't you guys do this? And, uh, well, I don't I don't know if we'll go into in depth all the ape. The ape goofballery that they get into, like the way they build <laughs> yeah. their fences. Are you? Yeah. S- are you? S- I mean, it's it's almost like um, I, I don't I don't even I can't even imagine. You know, it's like you know, like I I used to have one, one, uh, one, one year for Christmas a long long time ago. I was given a Rubik's cube, and I sat there for an hour not being able to do a damn thing with it. And then I had a cousin ca- a cousin came over, looked at it, kind of flipped it around, looked at it, In like thirty seconds, she had the whole thing solved. She wouldn't tell me what she did. But yeah, and, and that's sort of what this is like, you know, it's like if I don't know how a fence works, I might make it as bad as their fences. Right. And but but if I thought about it for a minute, maybe I'd be able to engineer a little something better. And
1: well, I kind of feel like if they can build houses and barns, they should have had fences down. <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like I made a Sunday but there's no ice cream, you know, or something like that. You know, there's like there's something, you know, it's it's you think if they're if they are animals you need to keep in you would cuz the sort of attitude behind the fence is well you put up a fence and it falls down. That's the way the fence works. Should that, should that be the way a fence works? I I I haven't seen the ape dictionary. But I feel I feel like if you're trying to keep something in, you want to um, you know that would be like saying uh, yeah well we don't um, we don't like our dogs to get out. Well, why don't you close your front door? Why would we close our front door? The front door just opens. (laughs) Well, why put a lock on it or bolt? I'm sorry, you what? It's it is strange. Like the I mean I get that they went through you know the nuclear war and everything like that. But you think after a time they'd be able to come up with a few basic farm things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm no farmer myself, though, folks. So if anyone out there is a farmer and you're like, oh, that's the way we used to build fences. Oh, sure. <laughs> stuff got out all the time. You know, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, like you said, too. It's like, like they can build houses fine and some things they can do just fine. But the actual, like, bits and bobs that, Make up the farming; they don't seem to have down. You would, right. you would think, you know, like if you, you know, like if you, if you, uh, you know, lived with an architect or if you lived with an interior designer, you'd expect the inside of your apartment or your house to look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Just, just in the same way that if you lived with a farmer and you did something farm-related, you wouldn't expect jackass behavior um, from the <laughs> farmer. Uh, so, so I, I think at the end, the the thing with this episode is that um, I I got the warm fuzzies at the end of it, but I think I was manipulated, and I'm not sure I'm thrilled. Um, so <laughs> yeah, gonna... i can see
1: why you got the warm fuzzies. They they definitely set that up because mm. you know, Anto was so annoying through the whole thing, and yes. then by the end, he's you know he's changed his tune, and everybody loves each other, and yeah. you know we're naming calves after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exact for converting. Yeah,
0: so. and uh, yeah, that's that's the thing with the episode is that I, I think that the best stuff you get out of this episode, apart from if you love the ending, the best stuff you get out of it is to see the way like an ape farm without any humans on it exists in the world, I think. So <laughs> yeah. So to sort of add on to the ape mythology, it's a helpful episode. But as far as an episode yeah. As far as an episode of drama, though, I um, it's 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 average at best. I think
1: I didn't hate it or anything. It was just Yo, a little, no. yeah, not um, it, yeah, like I said, it kind of dragged for me. It's
0: um, there's no, there's there's there there's, it's it's tricky too because part of it is that it's it's not one of those things where like they're hiding in a place and the like the gorillas and everyone are trying to catch them, like all the people are trying to catch them are like right around there. So it's sort of like just the question of them they're just kinda of hanging out until, you know, someone is a jerk and brings the bad guys in, as it were. You know, so, so <laughs> which always so, happens. Which always happens. So it doesn't really have it, it 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 doesn't really have a lot which is weird because like Don Don Wee Don Weiss, he directed the Ghost of in the Invisible Bikini, one of my favorite beach party films, and the only one not set on a beach. And it's set in a haunted house, and Boris Karloff is there, and it's so much fun, and it's got a lot of excitement to it. I wonder if he was just tired. Maybe it was like, Don's been up all weekend. Just, just let him, let him direct. Ape, you go over there. Then Guy, go over there. Whatever, do it. Do it. Oh, what else do you have on this one? I'm going to scan. Scan what I have here.
1: Um, well, I will say this. Um, I did appreciate in the episode that Burke and Vernon were shirtless most of the time. That they was were, a definite bonus.
0: They were, they were like good-looking guys, shirtless. How can yeah. you argue? Yeah. Out
1: there doing farm work. I was yeah. in on that. That, that was good.
0: <laughs> I, I like that as Galen is, is laid up throughout the episode, he almost has a little romance. With yes. a lovely, lovely young lady Which doesn't quite happen And um, and uh, uh, I would have liked to have seen You know, maybe maybe they'll mm-hmm. return You know, maybe they'll return to the farm If they're friends with everyone now
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe they will I, I felt like it was light on the Galen So they, they should have probably hmm. developed that a little more But, you yes. know, you get 40 minutes or 45 minutes Or however long these episodes <laughs> are I guess you gotta go with what you think the strength of the story is
0: Yes, yes yeah, I, I would have actually liked a little more of that too Because every time you see Her looking at him And she's clearly kind of enamored uh, Of Galen And he, he seems to uh, you know kind of like her too But I don't understand the way apes work Or maybe I do Maybe I understand <laughs> all too well um, But, but I, I would have actually It's funny because every time it went from That one guy yelling about The humans cursing his cow Back to Galen and her I thought let's stick around here For another minute let's hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's do this. But they never do and they keep they keep going away and, um, ah, well, in the end, uh, you know, the cow gives birth to two bulls. I, I guess, I guess, part of it too is that like, the moment, what was his name, A- Anto? Ando? I, An- I, I, Anto, I think
1: it was. Anto,
0: Anto, yes, that's what, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, but just that moment where um, he says, uh, "Keep the humans away from the, the, my cow because I can't take over the farm unless uh, the cow gives birth to a bull." And it's been five years, and so immediately you know, well, the cow's probably going to give birth to a bull at the end of the episode. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> but we didn't
1: know there would be two, so that was you, the big surprise. That,
0: yes, that was the big surprise. Yeah, that that <laughs> was. I guess that was what all the um, the trouble was, because the moment they show up, <laughs> the cow begins to have troubles. Of course, he blames it on the humans and and all this this that. I I will say that there were a couple moments, and this this could be just me being a jerk, but there were a couple moments where I was worried that some of the apes weren't going to be able to close their mouths. I I don't <laughs> no, know if you, yeah. you you noticed that there yeah. there were there were a few moments. I don't know if that's um I don't know if that's like just 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 rushed um getting the makeup on or what it is, but there are a couple moments where um their their mouths are like wide open. Yes. And you're like, I remember their mouths closing more in the movies.
1: Yeah, and not being able to see inside so much.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was
1: pretty noticeable, but, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's. In, I, I don't think it ever took me out. I, actually, there was one moment that slightly took me out of it, and that was where Anto there is um, pretending to be a human, and he's, oh, leaping, yeah. and he's leaping around, and he throws his arms up in the air, and his sleeves go down to his elbow. <laughs> and there's like there's no you know it's that sort of thing we get like cheap and cheap but wonderful like jesus franco jean roland um zombie lake type movies where like the 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 zombie makeup goes to their neck so if so if the uh zombie like leans over or something and like their shirt goes forward you see there's no more zombie makeup there that's kind of what it, that's kind of what it felt like a bit Let's see what else do you have on this one? I actually I don't have a I, I don't have a lot on this one just because I thought it was I think it's it's an average episode of drama but with apes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was underwhelming. Like I said, I liked their you know a little peek into the the belief system. Yes. Like, you know they, they believe in witchcrafts and curses and yes. you know things like. But um so that was kind of interesting. Mm. But yeah. Th- uh, overall, not my my favorite of that we've watched so far.
0: Yeah, I I think I think like 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 I said there. I think I think at the um, at the end of the day, to those of the to those of the those people who sort of like are super ape fans. And are like you know watching these, and I'm sure there are people like this. Am I right, Amy? There must be, right? Like super. Okay, okay. Um, Like and who are like drawing up like um, like um, concordances, you know, concordance, concordi. I don't know what concordance is. Is that right? (laughs) Um, You you know what I mean? Like just drawing up all this um, information on the apes and the ape world and the way they live. Um, An episode like this must be must be worthy of a like a, a dissertation. For all the stuff with with ape farming,
1: yes, and how bad they are at it. <laughs> you
0: know how good they are. That's some of these. I mean, I love the fact that they when they build put the furrows on the hill, they build them. Um, uh, what what is it ho- vertically? Is that is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes, yes. Um, rather than horizontally, so whenever wa- it, it rains, it just all the water goes down the furrows. It just washes everything. <laughs> it's like. Like like that one like sort of with the fence like when you when you see the fence you're like really and when you hear that you're like you know there there must be a time when you sort of think now wait a minute every time it rains all our crops wash away <laughs> there must be a different way to do this if we can if we can grow the crops on the side of the hill there must be a way we can do it. That doesn't wash the flipping crops away every time it rains, and it does look like they're in L.A., so it doesn't rain that often. But <laughs> right. when it does, when it does, it hits hard. Uh, well, you, anything else on this one, Amy? I think I think I'm I think I'm good on this one. I honestly don't have much to say.
1: Yeah, no, I think I'm with you on that. Oh, uh,
0: yes, it's gonna happen sometimes, folks. Sometimes we can talk for a half hour, forty-five minutes, and sometimes it's just about good-looking guys with their shirts off and apes yeah. who can't close their mouths.
1: <laughs> well, we we hit the important points.
0: Yes, so. yes. So, so Amy, where uh, where can we find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at amy underscore the underscore conqueror.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. And I think that let's just hop on. Uh, let's go to this. <laughs> Episode 7 The Bullet This aired November 1st, 1972 Written by Judy Burns, directed by William Wyard And this one, Lockwood Hugh O'Brien Is sent uh, into the um, uh, We we think it's uh, East Germany But, you know, sent into the uh, communist Area of the world to find And bring back a scientist Who's developed a bullet That basically um, it, It It you, you get shot, and then gradually it kills you. It doesn't kill you right away. It's sort of it's toxic, and it takes over your body and makes you sick, and then kills you, and all this and that. Um, and what happens is, yeah, a lot the, this guy wants to defect, and so Lockwood goes over there to bring him back. Unfortunately, uh, the scientist is shot, uh, not with one of the special bullets, uh, but Lockwood is, and he's hit with one of them, and so he has to bring. Find the formula Which the, this scientist has hidden somehow Keep away from the bad guys Hang around with the leading lady a bit And try to get out of this country All before he dies from the bullet And it's sort of a race against time And it's uh, Well, you'll, you'll hear what Mitchell and myself think about it Listen, listen to this and we'll be uh, on the other side The bullet Lockwood is back and you know who else is back? He's better than Lockwood. He's Hadley. M Hadley. M R Z Hadley Junior. I'm making that up. I don't know. Mitchell
2: Hadley the third.
0: Mitchell, how are you? It's uh, Mitchell, there,
2: everyone. If there were three of me, don't you think that would be? Oh my gosh! Much? They clo- they cloned Mitchell Hadley. Send in the clones. I'm doing. Send in I, the clones. I'm doing incredibly well. How are you, Dan? I'm doing okay. I, I am. We, we've had the
0: past couple have been Bianca, and then, um, uh, yeah, it's been like three episodes since we had Lockwood. So I want to know what did you think of the
2: bullet? You know, after I got over my initial disappointment that Steve McQueen wasn't in it, I thought that, you know, this, yes. is, this is an interesting idea. You've got a bullet that can poison people that's what, that's the premise that that we have here is that Lockwood is trying to help a scientist defect. The scientist has this formula that uh, allows him to coat the bullet, I suppose. I'm not entirely sure of the scientific process, but to coat this bullet so that it it poisons anybody at Nix. 100% fatality, right? Because only he knows the antidote. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is, in contrast to the last couple of episodes we've talked about, this is this really is spy stuff. Yes. And um, it's a good episode. And it, um, is, it answers a couple of questions, for me at least, if you ever wondered why Malachi throne, was it in the third season of It Takes a Thief, if you wondered what happened to him, well, we oh. know now he defected and he's become a, a Soviet <laughs> agent, or an yes. East German agent, I'm not sure which. But um, he's he's the heavy in this and we've got we've got um, the professor or the sci- the scientist that, that um, he was trying to get out of this country over the wall it sounds like which does lead me to believe it's probably east germany and mm-hmm. and um it's an so we and 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 this bullet so it's a, I, I thought that the action continued to move and it lockwood was in real Jeopardy here. Um, Yes. You know, sometimes you put the star in Jeopardy as a cliffhanger before the commercial break. And then after the the break is done, it usually takes about 30 seconds and he'll be on to the next part of the adventure. This isn't the case. He is in Jeopardy right up through the end of the episode. And the suspense... For the viewer, because the viewer understands that Hugh O'Brien is not going to be killed off. So this, yeah. the suspense can't be held by, will he make it? The suspense has to come from, how does he get out of it? Yes. Yeah. And you throw in, because of the spy nature of this, you throw in people who may or may not be allies, who may or may not be informants, who may be trying to help him get out of the country or they may be steering him right into the hands of the um, of of the german equivalent of the kgb mm. and and all of these things work because again you know that he'll be he'll make it out you just don't know how yes
0: yeah the um i i i, re- I really like this episode cuz i think it's it's another great uh, another well done variation of spy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So so in the last one you had you know the Operation Iceman you had uh, hopping all over the world ish and you know it's the, the, his team and the mole and what's going on and uh, maybe the probe agent going rogue in the end. In this one, for the first like twenty minutes or so, it you you get the, the threat of the bad guy in it but it looks like it's kind of going okay, and you're watching it, and it's like, okay, it's keeping your interest, keeping your interest, okay, and they're feel slightly weird, and then Lockwood gets shot, and all of a sudden it just like, whoo, kind of spins, mm-hmm. and suddenly it becomes, oh my gosh, okay, you know, and and it's, it's I'm, I honestly don't remember, I mean, it is called The Bullet, um, I honestly don't remember whether I thought he'd get shot when I first watched this, um, I, I think I probably thought more he was just like looking for the bullet and the thing like and he was just gonna get involved with all kind of craziness with these secret police guys and things, but the moment he gets shot, like the whole the whole yeah the whole uh, story kind of spins, and it goes from Lockwood being this suave guy trying to get the scientists out of there to being holy crap, I'm gonna die in like twelve hours. I gotta get out of here so quickly. And everything's going crazy, and I'm feeling worse and worse, and there are all these horrible symptoms. And in the end, he's, um, like, in the, in the final sequence in the dark, uh, when he's trying to get his way out before he dies, he's uh, he's running down the street like William Hurt in Altered States when uh, William Hurt was becoming, like, the ape man, and he was running down the street with, like, dogs running around him, and he was, like, leaned over. Like, he's almost becoming, like, a primate or something in those yeah. last scenes, the way he's running, and it's just he he does a really good job of um, he's always a little sweaty and he's 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 almost the Lockwood that we know from previous episodes, but he's clearly in pain and deteriorating. Um, and they do a nice job of um, building it. And the, the 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 final sequence, sort of in the in the darkness, when he's trying to get to this condemned building that's like ten feet from the wall. I'd love to know more about how that worked, like if they. If the wall wasn't always there, and it was like one day it's like, you know, it's like like World War One, like you know, oh the uh, the other side has moved up thirty feet. Okay, we got to put the wall right here, you know. Yeah. And and suddenly so it's like, well, let's let's we got to get the people out of this building. Then we can we can't have you know like this nice apartment building. We can't have people living like they can leap over the wall. You're right. You know, so they 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 condemn it or something like that. It's it's and and there's a nice sort of disorientation in the final sequence where you know that they say like every secret policeman, everyone in their in their, you know, super police car VW bugs are all after um, are all after Lockwood and there's kind of a disorientation of like where is he in relation to them you know, they all converge in the end on that space, on that building, but there's kind of a nice like, where are we? What's going on? Time is running out and, and, um we we i almost become as disorientated as 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 lockwood does near the end there and you just you just want him to get there and you'd like him to take the attractive lady with him but after and you know it's like after a time you're like do
2: i need to take the attractive yeah. lady with me Aren't there maybe i should just ladies in the us too
0: you know? <laughs> yes yes you know it's like i you know i maybe i should just go myself um <laughs> but i i do i do like the way this episode sort of sets up the this sort of wonderful space in the first 20 minutes then the bullet hits and everything just becomes like it's moving quicker it's moving faster it's what the heck is going on and you know you you get you get really a feeling from Lockwood getting worse and worse um, and getting more desperate cutting back to the people in the probe off uh, probe uh, computer room who are like desperately trying to help him but he's so far away and he's dying and they can't quite get to him and it's like I think I don't know, I, I'm not familiar with Judy Burns the writer of this episode, but she does a hell of a job I think, yes. I, I think o- overall this is like, for for being sort of this one isn't like a jet setting going over the world, all the world kind of thing, it's a very basic getting the scientists out, but then it has a little twist 20 minutes in which spins it off I think from being a good episode to I think being a very, very good episode in the end.
2: Well, you know, one of the things that um, I think it was a couple of uh, episodes ago when I mentioned uh, something about this time it's personal, when we thought that Bianca was going to try to revenge the death of the agent who wasn't really dead. But this time, it really is personal. And there's this there's this investiture that the that the uh, control staff has in the outcome of this that they're just they're they're willing him to make it through and they you can see them trying to they I think at least they're struggling between their job as professionals when they need to remain yes. unemotional cool and detached and this real investment that they have with seeing that he they gets like out yes. Yeah, they yes. like him. Yeah. And and um, the this kind of can't we do something for him? Yes. And then and they're, they're do yeah. And and I th- it's also interesting that uh, the way Cam talks him through at the end, yes, when yes. he has to tell him, and it's reminiscent of the uh, one of the early episodes when we had uh, Doug McClure, uh, and he was being led through the with oh, the yes. friends from the in the yeah. the uh, the probe control, but the cam is acting as his eyes and saying okay you've got to do this you've got to do that and you can you can hear him in his voice again saying just just hang on it's just a little bit more a little farther you're gonna make it you're gonna be okay and he he is talking to him in a personal way that we've not heard him talk to anyone else before and um we have we have mentioned how we've liked this relationship between the um the control people at probe and the agents out in the field but th- this one really plays off of that that, that th- they're emotionally bound up in this one
0: yes
2: and it's it's and it's very real
0: and they they do something which um this is going to be I'm going to sound crass saying this but they kill the scientist yes he gets killed so it it isn't it isn't up until the very last moment when spoiler you know lockwood um says to the the lady who sometimes looks like she's on his side sometimes maybe not says to her come with me come with me if you want to live he basically says that you know yeah. and they get on the they and and but but it's great because in killing the scientist his his he he now has to well, he has to find the antidote, but it's it's now, and I, again, I don't mean to make Lockwood sound selfish, but it's all about him. He he, he no longer has to, um, uh, um, it's, it's not like, I have to carry the scientist and myself. The moment the scientist gets killed, it becomes very, um, personal for him, personal for the gang, back at, at Probe, and, um, and, uh, uh, Personal for us, too, yeah. because we like Lockwood, and we like the gang. And so I. you don't – the the thing with a lot of shows at this time, and this is a show I haven't talked about on here yet that I will eventually, Gemini Man uh, – Gemini Man in its early episodes does this, too. All the episodes are more personal. And, you know, it's about Intersect being attacked or someone doing something to Sam, you know, or Ben Murphy mm-hmm. – and there's something about that that you don't see a lot in shows of this time. I was going to say, you know, I've, I've watched the first three seasons of canon over the past year. And I can only maybe think of a half a dozen episodes where Frank is like um, sort of emotionally... and uh, Maybe there are more. I, that could be a, me throwing that out. But generally, he arrives somewhere, he helps, and he's gone. Yeah. But this, the great thing about this is the moment he's shot, the moment the scientist is gone it becomes about him surviving. And I really like that Mm -hmm. just the same way though, like in the previous episode, you know um, the, the episode is really about Bianco trying to solve this case amidst all this other noise, all this other outside stuff going on. He's trying to work his way through the case. This one is a man trying to get out of um, let's say East Germany um, as he's dying And we like him. We've seen him before, and we like him. So I think that I, I get maybe that's one of the reasons why I like the show is it it does do sort of more, I, I guess, personal kind of episodes like
2: this and they're likable characters too I think that uh, all of them have different kinds of charms and different uh, uh, assets that they bring to uh, their roles and to the series as a whole but we're in I, I use this word invested I've used a lot in this discussion but it's true if you're going to watch a television show on a regular basis you're investing an hour a week for many weeks, and yes. there has to be, and and especially in this era when there were no VCRs, when your only chance of seeing it again was in reruns during the summer, if it made it that long, you've got to be invested with these characters to continue to tune in every week, mm-hmm. and they give you a reason to do that, and uh, I think that uh, you were you were absolutely right in talking about how getting rid of the scientist gets rid of the distraction. Um, mm-hmm. It would be one thing to see uh, him trying to get uh, the scientist out of the country while at the same time trying t- not to die. But then again, yes. you know, well, the scientist could do the antidote. Then the question is, well, can you can you yes. find it? And so. Uh you you have you have this whole thing going on where now we can just focus on him and he's yeah. the, the mission is is, is gone. Now mm-hmm. he's he's trying to find the collateral to it, which means figuring out where the rest of the formula is that will save his life. Mm-hmm. And he, being being a good agent. He knows although they don't they don't make a big point of this, but I think it's there if you look for it. He knows even if he dies, even if he's not able to complete that part of the mission, it's vitally important for him to get that formula. If it can't save him, it could still save other people.
0: And the fact that he takes he takes the time to to do that mm-hmm. and, and and part part of it obviously like like you said uh, you know is like he he wants to save himself but part of it is i i feel like he's he's a good guy
2: yes
0: and he is he is trying to to find it and um i i do like where they the i i i, I we won't spoil where it is but i do like where he finds the formula yes I think that's that's a nice moment there,
2: and it was and nice. It was nice that they were able to take a picture too, because I would have hated to yes. see him <laughs>
0: try to yes, escape it's, with it. It's it's great. Yeah, it's great because when you find out sort of where the formula is, it's a bit compromised. But he's able to reference a previous scene, which helps save the day. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because you weren't. It's 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 a very nice bit because you weren't paying attention to that in the previous scene, and then when he mentions it, you're like, oh, nicely done. Okay, yes. well done.
2: That's yeah, right. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and the thing the thing is for like the first twenty minutes or so before he gets shot, he's the Lockwood from the previous episodes. Um, now he's not like in the, in the probe in the TV movie when he's in is it the wine cellar and he's like. Concussed, yes, and he's like in really bad shape, you know that's sort of the the Lockwood we gradually get mm-hmm. in the second half, or it's more than half the episode here, and so it's nice because in the first twenty minutes or so he's suave, you know when the scientist shows up, you know on the curb, and Lockwood's kind of standing there with his you know next to his suitcase with his jacket over his shoulder, kind of his hip tilted, you know, like, hey, check me out, and then he he gets shot, and it's like the moment he realizes what's going on, it's like he tries to remain the Lockwood we know and love, but a different sort of character rises up who, who is helping is needs to help himself, but also is trying to help others and find the thing. And it's really, um, I think, I think it's a really, who, whoever it was who, who came up with the idea for this here. It's a good, I mean, it's not, it's not earth shattering. They haven't created another, you know style uh an idea a brand new idea you know we've seen this before but it works really nicely it does to, to to take someone lockwood yeah we saw him briefly in the wine cellar stumbling around in pro but but the point of the tv movie was to sort of give us everything we could do and it's really nice to see him for such i mean 30 minutes of the 50 minute episode on the dvd um more than a half an hour when you were watching it originally, he is gradually becoming more and more incapacitated and is having a tougher and tougher time. And it's it's I really like it. Not not not, not you know not that I'm going yeah he's in pain oh the tinnitus hit kicked in all right awesome oh, okay he's dying you know I'm not doing that I'm not a I'm not a jerk <laughs> I but I like um I like the I, I, p- part of the thing too is is the contrast, sort of like, as he's getting worse and worse, there seem to be more and more secret police, and the head jerk is becoming more jerky. Yes. as it goes along. So as 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 he as 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 he's deteriorating, Lockwood is really deteriorating. The bad guys just seem to be getting stronger and stronger, and Lockwood succeeds in the end through a bit of luck uh, and through just being literally that he's in the right place at the right time. He's on the third floor of the building with the wire that can carry him over the wall. Boom. That's the perfect place to be. And there's a guy in a little like Chevette or something on the, no, they didn't have that in the seventies. Uh, but you know, there's a little car on the other side of the wall. like Beep, beep. I'm over here. I got the antitoxin, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's. um.
2: And wouldn't that I, have been think, nice if that had been Doug McClure?
0: Oh my gosh! Wouldn't that have been cool? I would have, I would have really liked if they did more mix and match, like we talked about last time. I'd love, I'd love it if it was like he pulled up and it was like Grover. Oh Grover, help me out! He's like here, give you the shot. and We're gonna get you out of here
2: because you and know would... that really would fit into um, his uh, mo too. I mean, his job is kind of this backup probe, yes, and that would have that would have fit.
0: Yeah, and and there's something too uh, which seems very Grover and Doug McClure like, <laughs> and
2: why they didn't?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, there there is something very um, Grover like um, or Doug McClure like where um, they, uh, they they they. Sp- I'm sorry, this is giving it away. Uh, Lockwood doesn't die. Uh, boom, uh, and they they go they go on the wire across the the border wall, and they drop to the ground. They hit the ground and. I mean, Lockwood is 10 minutes from dying, 20 minutes from dying. I don't know. He's not well. And you see in the background a car, and then all of a sudden the lights flash. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, wouldn't you drive the car up? Would you, I mean, that's who else would that be? <laughs> I mean, don't God, you have a of picture of
2: him? forgot how to drive in. <laughs>
0: you know it's like hey beep beep come on over you know i'm dying just come on over come on over i can't i can't hear you i can't I, you know my heart's about to explode just come over here i have got a good spot here i'm not giving it up
2: can i get a little help can,
0: here can i get but that you know Oh, lockwood he's so tough he's so tough the,
2: on the field the um, the the scene Earlier, where Cam mentions to Lockwood that there will be another probe agent waiting for you on the other side, and they don't know—they obviously don't quite know where he's going to come out—and you can almost see them, envision them telling this other agent, "Okay, you know, no, go over here a block, go go back here," <laughs> <laughs> because you you figure that despite how that <laughs> that scene plays out. It's not going to be good if he's a half a mile away from where Lockwood is. Yes.
0: Maybe he's like two blocks back with like a telescope or something, and he's like, okay, yeah. Lockwood's Lockwood's right here, this this um, bar, uh, uh, fenced off area, which I, like I said, I find it fascinating that they fenced off this like three-story building, yeah, like, that... like 10 feet away from the wall. I'd love to know why.
2: Yeah, I had not thought about that until you brought it up, but uh, you're absolutely right. Now, if it is supposed to be like the Berlin Wall, which, you know, one day it wasn't there, the next day it was, Yes, I imagine that, assuming that they maybe built it down the middle of a street, that there would have to be buildings on either side now, i'm i'm showing my ignorance here i'm sure that <laughs> yes, I'm sorry sure, sorry no, folks I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that there is someone listening out there and i can almost predict who it is who probably oh. knows intimately how the berlin wall was constructed where it yes. was built um how far back all the buildings are and all of this and 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 right now that person's Saying that I'm making an ass out of myself. Oh, <laughs> Hadley did it again. Hadley did it again. And you know, I think you you're talking uh, <laughs> about, and I mean it fondly. But the, yes, um, yes. but the uh, having said that, it does make you wonder about little things like that that you didn't think of before. Well, what did happen when they built the wall? And yes, I. It's interesting. Second.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I really do like that sequence that like he's stumbling around trying to find a way out and Cam says, well, you're like three blocks away from a uh, condemned area of the city that's like a half a block from the wall. And it's like, oh, that's," and when he kind of goes over the fence... And I, I do like the fact that the head security guy for the city the country. I don't know who the heck uh, what what it is. He doesn't have the key to the lock that gets you into the condemned area.
2: you think he would have. Yeah, you would think that he would have had you, you know, look at Hochstetter and Hogan's Heroes. He had, had a key yes. to every building yes. around. So Yes, th- there's something. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say you're telling me that he wasn't a, that they weren't able to uh, catch this guy because he didn't have a skeleton key.
0: I, 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 that, that's why I love that space so much at the ending because it's like all the secret police in the city are out after him the head jerk is out after him and yet they don't have the key to this fence, this gate I'm gate and a fence um, that is abuts a three story abandoned apartment building that forgive me I'm going to use the word again abuts the wall and I love the concept that the people in charge didn't give him a key for that. Why? I I, I just I just kind of find it fascinating. I I, I don't know why. It's just so – It's such a it's such a weird space, um. But also feels real
2: too. I don't know why that is. It's a, It it's also it's a it's a nice um metaphor for the crumbling of that yes. whole area that you you know when we think about the Bajas architecture and uh the that whole feel of gigantism that these these ugly buildings have and that seems to fit right in
0: yeah and and two that right a, the opposite this building is just a big empty space mm-hmm you know, and it's like did they on the other side? Did they have a building there, and maybe they tore it down? Maybe that, maybe the communist side or whatever the heck this side that is that Lockwood's stuck on. Maybe they don't have the money. Did they just take the people out and condemn it? Hmm. I don't. It's 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 such a weird space because the first time I watch it, and then we'll wrap it up, folks. Sorry, <laughs> hey, that happened. Um, the first time I watch it when he's in that space, I just found it very exciting. This weird. Empty space um, that no one has access to in the no one. They all have to either break it down or climb over it but it's 10 feet away from a spot where the wall passes by. and that's that's to me was fat and the more I watch it, it's like what is that you know and no one's gonna tell me what it is. I don't I don't it's a weird thing and even even if you know how the wall Berlin wall was built, you know, it's just I love it. It's such a weird it, you know, I I almost want to say it's so weird that it must have been based on fact.
2: Yeah. I know what you mean. Um
0: it's 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 either one it's either so weird it was based on fact or Judy Burns was tired and just said, How about he climbs up a building and goes? And they're like, Okay, let's condemn it, you know, or something like that. But I feel like it's based on fact because it's such a strange thing that it's like i need to get over the wall i need to get over the wall well two blocks over that way there's a fence you climb the fence and you walk about 50 feet the wall's right there oh really okay i've been running up and down these freaking streets all day dying it's i didn't know yeah Okay, I I just love that. I don't know why I find that so fascinating, but I'll stop talking about (laughs) it now. Mitchell, did you have anything else on this one? Because I think I've got.
2: Just one last thing, which is we've been talking a lot about all of the uh, secret police closing in on Lockwood as he's trying to uh, get to the wall and get over. The sirens are constant in the background and yes. even when they yeah. die out for a second then you hear them coming again and it is a uh, it's a sickening feeling because yes. sirens are never good news yeah. and you can kind of, whether you put him in whether you put yourself in his situation or whether you're just looking at it, there's always something chilling about they the sound of sirens and that they keep yes. it's a it's a wonderful soundtrack. I don't remember if they have music playing during that scene or not, but just I don't either, yeah. just the they don't if they did they didn't need to because those sirens themselves are about as um ominous as you can get and it is um Really, quite effective at giving you the chills. Yes, yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think I think this is another uh, another very good episode, like the last one. Yes,
2: I think um, so.
0: And and I think too, it's their they're finding enough variation too uh in the formula that that hasn't been around that long. But I guess the spy formula has been around for ages. But uh, I think yeah, I think I think this is very good and and Hugh O'Brien is very convincing as a guy who's dying and still able to keep I mean, when he goes over the fence and you know uh Cameron's like, Alright, Lockwood, keep going and like he he just drops to the ground like a sack of potatoes. Mm-hmm. And he hits the ground, and Cameron's like, "Keep going, you're not that far." <laughs> and, and Lockwood's like, "I think I might
2: be done." <laughs> <laughs> but what, who would not want to have a coach like Cameron get you <laughs> yes, through he, something like
0: that? He he gets him there. He gets him to the wall. He looks at the wall. He gets up the steps, and he he goes. He goes, and it's um. Again, he's safe at the end, folks. So I, we're going to wrap this one up. <laughs> Thank you again, Mitchell. My pleasure. Um, where, where can we find you online?
2: Um, check me out at itsabouttv.com, my website. I'm on Facebook, on Twitter. You can uh, find links to my books and to uh, hundreds of TV guides that I've reviewed over 10 years yes. and all kinds of other neat stuff.
0: Yay! <laughs> so I will. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, oh, I started coughing. <laughs> oh, I felt a little pain in my arm. Oh, no, sting in no. My arm. Ah, uh, well, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. See That was 106, everyone. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it as always. And uh, let me just give you a rundown of where uh, you can find us online at Esupertrain1 on Twitter, Super train on Facebook. Uh, you can email me at Danny, D A N N Y, Slacks, S L A C K S, at yahoo.com. And eventuallySupertrain.blogspot.com is the website. So thank you, everyone, again, uh, for listening. I hope you're all well. And let's uh, let's wrap up. Uh, listen, to, uh, listen to a little bit of this.